Season 3, Episode 11 of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast. Welcome in. It's been one year, Jeff. It's our uh, one-year anniversary, one-year birthday, however you want to state that. But uh, just a year ago, we started this journey, man, and it's been a blast. Tonight's our 40th episode of the Talking Ball Y'all Podcast, and We've been after it, as I've said, a year. We're almost to 17,000 listens for the podcast and have had uh, a ton of great guests on. You've done an awesome job of producing it, trying to keep me somewhere in the middle here. And so I certainly appreciate you. And, I mean, it sounds corny, man, but this is like a dream come true for me. I've always wanted to do a radio uh, sports show and this is even better. You can listen to it whenever you want. It stays there forever. And so uh, I appreciate uh, what you've done to help uh, certainly a dream kind of come true for me. And so it's been fun. And we've got a fun episode uh, for our listeners tonight, Jeff. But I'll, I'll let you just kind of speak to that one year. Well, no, it has been fun. And, you know, live radio is always great to go and do, call sporting events, talk on the radio. That's always fantastic. But podcast-wise, it is so much different. It's not live. We can record. We can edit. We can take stuff out if we don't like it. We can scratch it, do it again. Uh, but it's just been a great year uh, getting – I mean, getting to know so many people, you you wouldn't be surprised. I mean, you'd be surprised if you reached out to people that has listened to podcasts and are willing to come on and exciting, sound exciting to come on and be a guest of our show, two boys from right here in Purva County, Picayune, Mississippi, and listen to – nationwide coast to coast and around the world people are listening uh online with the podcast so uh kind of seems overwhelming with just <laughs> two boys right here in picking yep been a lot of fun and uh have been blessed by the good lord to be able to do it so we're certainly uh grateful for that and tonight another fun episode uh batting lead off for the interview section we will have hayden dunhurst and he's actually been batting lead off there for <laughs> Uh, the Blue Devils um, batting behind him in the two spot, Trey Sutton, a guy that's the all-time hits leader for Southern Miss. Now he's the head coach for West Jones, and West Jones, of course, in the third round of the 5A playoffs. They will play Picune this week, and so batting in the three spot, Cody Stogner, the head coach for Picune. So we'll get a good preview of that matchup, and then we'll talk football towards the end of sure. those interviews. We'll have – head coach up at Popperville, Jay Beach, and what a job he's done at uh, Popperville and a program that has been built and has sustained and just have played for uh, two state titles in the last three years there. We'll talk to him about how their spring is going, and then we'll do the same uh, with head coach Jacob Owen there with the Pearl River Central Blue Devils. Uh, we do a good job, I think, with him as you were able to um, ask some questions of, of exactly how it's been for him as it's almost been a calendar year for Jacob. But those were some fun interviews for us. Yeah, real fun. And, and it's always good to talk football uh, down here in South Mississippi. Football uh, is the king, and everybody knows it, but baseball, too, is heading into the playoffs. Uh, it was just great, great interviews with the uh, – with the coaches that, that you'll hear. And then, of course, Hayden up at uh, PRC. Everybody from around this area knows what Hayden has done and know where, where Hayden's going to in his future. Yep. Um, exciting time for baseball, as you've mentioned. Uh, two teams here in the county still alive in a 5A playoffs. That district, as you will hear Cody mention in his interview, their district has three teams still alive in the right. south. That's pretty strong. Three teams qualify from your district. Three have played on, and Picayune 
uh, Pearl River Central and North Pike. And uh, Mr. Sutton represents the fourth uh, team right. there in the South. So we've got that covered up uh, pretty good tonight on the episode. If you listened um, throughout, you know that normally we do a little roundtable trying to catch people up around the state, and we'll get in to that now. We wanted to go back and at least touch on Pearl River Central's uh, softball team, uh, Jeff. They were put out of the playoffs this past week, but just have to make note that they have won six district titles in a row, and that's a mouthful. So we just wanted to uh, tip our cap to the softball program there for Pearl River Central. Yeah, just a great job, I mean, to win six in a row. Uh, you know, some people just want the one, but uh, but to win six, it's been a, a tremendous accomplishment uh, for the for, uh, Central Blue Devils or the Lady Blue Devils for the softball. So uh, good job out of them. Yep, and when we, we always kind of give an update on what's going on for Pearl River uh, Community College. A tough day uh, yesterday as they dropped two in baseball, uh, two Jones and two in softball. Uh, to East Central. So not a banner day there for Pearl River Community College, but uh, it's been a, a great year baseball-wise, and it's been a kind of a, a hot and cold year softball-wise, but that softball program is led by two young ladies from right here in Picayune and Panero and Taggart. They have led uh, that team and have really swung the bats well uh, for Pearl River Community College. Yep, they really have. Uh, as you mentioned, kind of up and down, hot and cold, hit and miss. Uh, so far this year, but both of them get the rebound, Clay. Friday's softball uh, is at Poplarville. They have Delta uh, coming in, a doubleheader, two and four, and then uh, the baseball team is Friday as well, doubleheader, two and five against Northwest. So both of them look to rebound this week. Pop, uh, the Wildcat baseball teams have always been hanging right there, eight, six, ten, you know, right around in the top ten uh, for the uh, the standings, so to speak, in the top ten in the nation. So good. Both of them need a rebound, uh, rebound games, and it could come this Friday. Yep, and um, that baseball uh, year that they've had. When you talk about Jones, that's another top right. ten opponent as well. So uh, really good baseball in this state. And as you said, we'll get a chance to kind of rebound uh, Friday against Northwest. As we look around um, the rest of the state, Southern Miss and Ole Miss are actually playing – uh, right now, you'll hear that in the Trey Sutton interview. He's actually at That's the game right. and kind of right. uh, wraps around the fence there to get into a quiet spot. But last check we had, Southern Miss was up on Ole Miss 3-1 to one in that ball game. Southern Miss has been hot. They're out to 29-13 and 13 now on the year, but more importantly, 17-4 and four in conference play. And they have Florida Atlantic. Uh, coming to the Pete this weekend. That's a big series. Southern Miss, number one in Conference USA, has the number two team in Florida Atlantic coming to their place for a big three-game series. Yep, and just finished up a three-game series this past weekend. If it was Middle Tennessee State, uh, I think it was – or I, I, that's but the, the, they swept that team, and I think that was seven sweeps on the year uh, for Southern Miss, sweeping them this past weekend. Yeah, and those sweeps are certainly valuable and very valuable when it comes uh, to conference play. We just mentioned Ole Miss. Of course, they're in Southern uh, Miss. They're at Southern Miss tonight. They are second in the West with a 13-8 and conference record, 30-15 and overall. 
and they go over to Baton Rouge uh, this weekend as they'll take on LSU in a, in a pivotal series there in the West. They're tied at second in the West. They're tied there with Mississippi State. Mississippi State 36-9 and nine on the yeah. year, Jeff, which is phenomenal overall. You talked about polls earlier with Pearl River Community College. Anytime you check out a college baseball poll, state uh, near the top there. But 13-8 and eight in conference right. play. So they have been unreal out of conference. But in conference, they find themselves tied for second in the West with Ole Miss. They go over to Texas A&M uh, this weekend, which all series this time of year are big. But uh, State really uh, is great a year that they've had. They're battling there in the West. Yeah, they really are. And when you look at the when you look at the overall schedules you mentioned, it's unbelievable. Thirty six and nine, and but you start getting into that. RPI range too about where they're going to do at the end of the year and play in the conference tournament. Uh, you know, so not a great conference record, thirteen and eight, like you said, tied for second in the West, but can rebound once again. They got Texas A and M uh, this weekend, and then Ole Miss. We're you know we're going to talk to Hayden Dunhurst, uh, Ole Miss commit, so you know he'll talk a little bit about that too. But Ole Miss a, a great year, so two good. If you look around the state, all three ball clubs. Uh, D1, talking about Mississippi, uh, USM, Mississippi State, and Ole Miss, all playing tremendous baseball at the right time when they should be playing trem- or need to be playing tremendous baseball. And we talk about the podcast being a year old. You go back and listen uh, last year, you would have looked at Southern Miss and Ole Miss this time of year were tearing a cover off of it and were the best thing since sliced bread. And then it was State that ended up playing longer. Right. And so with baseball, you never really know. That was a State team that got hot at the end. But this time of the year last year, we were talking about a State going to make the tournament. Right. And so they ended up uh, playing in Omaha and, and, and having a great year. So proud of these three teams and um, – baseball and they normally are I mean these this is they're none of them are strangers to playing really good baseball this time of year and so those uh, that kind of gets you up to date we mentioned in the um, interviews this week you'll get plenty of the scoop on 5a uh, baseball here in the south as we've already mentioned when you look at uh, 6a baseball we just want to make mention of who's still alive of uh, Oak Grove, St. Martin, Brandon, and Biloxi, uh, and those certainly some storied uh, programs there. Biloxi here nearest to us on the Gulf Coast has had a tremendous season, and so um, that will be uh, really interesting to see how that Brandon-Biloxi series turns out, and then everybody knows about Oak Grove uh, baseball, and there they are, them and um, St. Martin. And I believe St. Martin is no stranger to this either I believe that's uh, Coach Best, a a former Southern Miss guy that's over there as well. So that kind of gives you an update of what's going on baseball-wise. We've already mentioned we'll have football in this episode uh, with the two head coaches, Jay Beach and Jacob Owen. As always, uh, y'all make this thing go. You know, if we're tracking numbers and nobody's listening to this thing, (laughs) we'll quit. But uh, we see uh, the numbers out there. We certainly appreciate Uh, the support of our listeners, and the support of our fine sponsors. They've done a great job of of supporting us, and we are very appreciative. And thanks again for listening to another episode of Talking Ball, y'all. Making decisions on when and where to further your education is a big step in life. So let Pearl River Community College be the destination for you. 
Pearl River offers the first two years of any major and over 42 career and technical programs. They have three locations to better serve your educational needs. The Hancock Center at 454 Highway 90 Suite D in Waveland. The Forest County Center at 5448 Highway 49 South in Hattiesburg. And the main campus located at 101 Highway 11 North in Poplarville. Pearl River Community College. Roll, River, roll. Hayden, we certainly appreciate um, you joining the podcast. We know you're on the eve of the big game uh, tomorrow night, and so thank you for these uh, precious 10 minutes or so we're going to steal from you. Oh, yes, sir. Glad to be here. Hayden, you uh, win an exciting series. The Blue Devils advance through the third round of the state playoffs. We'll now take on North Pike, but let's take a look back at the big win that y'all were able to get earlier this week over West Harrison. Just kind of describe that action and then the thrill of victory there at the end. Oh, yeah, that was a big, big series for us. You know, we prepared a lot for that. Uh, definitely one of the best offensive teams, you know, besides in the state, one of the best offensive teams in the nation. You know, them leading the nation in home runs and everything. Well, we just, you know, talked our pitchers up. I mean, we just play our game and, you know, let them hit the ball. I mean, that's what we preach to our pitchers, throw strikes, let them hit the ball. You know, our defense plays behind us in our last, you know, five, six games. We played really good defense. So, yeah, we just have to have our thrusters, I mean, our pitchers trusting our infielders. So, that's where we lean with that. And then also on the offensive side, you know, just put the ball in play. Anything you can do to not strike out, that's what we preached our whole team. So, that was how we attacked them. And, you know, we came out with uh, two victories with them. So, I think it worked out pretty good for us that they're up crazy crazy good program over there and we always love playing them it's always you know a good um and fair good sportsmanship all that stuff no dirty talk so that's a, that's a really good baseball club that was um hard to beat and we're very uh blessed to pass through that Hayden when you look at y'all's year and the team uh that that y'all have had there you had uh Dean and Williams at one two uh, combo that worked out really nice through really the majority of the season and that was a tough one too in high school baseball and then Williams unfortunately uh, a friend of the podcast a kid that joined us earlier in the year after his perfect game goes down uh, with an arm injury how have y'all responded and gotten some gutsy innings from some different guys out on the mound yeah you know that's why um that's why baseball you know it's not a one person it takes more than nine people to get it done. And, you know, we always preach to our guys, there's always got to be somebody step up, something happens. And something happened to one of our uh, great starters this year, Landon. And we had Diable stand up really good, become a good starter for us. You know, pitched against Wayne County, eight innings against them. Beat West Harrison last game, he pitched in seven innings. So just things like that, that um really help us. is just a big key factor when people stepping up. You know, you have to do it and it's a part of baseball and that's about it yeah it's been neat to see the way that y'all have responded and it's gotten y'all into this third round of the playoffs and Hayden we'll kind of turn it uh, more uh, towards you for just just one question and then we'll look forward uh, to North Pike the season you have man has been phenomenal batting nearly 400 uh, 11 home runs and out of 132 plate appearances you've drawn 43 walks. So a third of the time, if my math's uh, close to being right here, a third of the time you've gotten a free pass. Uh, a lot of those have been of the intentional 
variety. How do you stay locked in at the plate with so many free passes, Hayden? Um, really, it's uh, you know, I kind of look forward to it. You know, I mean, I appreciate you know the other teams' respect and know what I can do. And I mean, yeah, that's baseball. But I mean, I wish they could. Cause, I mean, you never know what can happen. Them just putting pitching the ball and then me putting it in play. I mean, anything could happen. I could go oh for my last. 30 if they decided to pitch to me or I could go 30 for 32. I mean, you never know with baseball, that's why. But, I mean, with the team, um, I, I just look at it as a team job, you know, just getting on base for them. And, you know, I, instead of getting down about it, I mean, yeah, it's frustrating sometimes. But, um, I mean, if there's no no outs on and man on second and I come up to play and they walk me, I mean, that's huge for us. I mean, that's mm-hmm. just like getting hit pitch or doing a job or whatever. So, I mean – Really, it just kind of helps our team and motivates us. And, you know, Mason Street, uh, Robert Schumacher, Ethan Sanji, you know, those guys behind me, you know, the past two weeks have really, you know, driven me in all the time. And it's just, you know, been been good baseball games. And so that's how, you know, it's not a disappointment. So that's how I look at it. Once again, we're visiting with Hayden Dunhurst, senior catcher for the Prover Central Blue Devils. Ole Miss commit. 2019 draft prospect Hayden Clay said we was gonna you know ask one question about you but I'm gonna throw in another one before we get to this series against North Pike talk about the I'm gonna say maybe a distraction with all of the scouts coming with all of the you know major league scouts of course college scouts were in watching you practice and, and listening to you talk in this interview about the leadership and the guys it's a team effort nine on a team and how big things are for the team to succeed. How is it to wrap your head around everything going on with you, but then just kind of tell everybody, hey, I'm focused on this year, trying to win a state championship with my ball club? Yeah, well, I mean, you know, of course, you always think about it in the back of your mind, but I dealt with it um, starting my eighth grade year and then the end of my freshman year after I uh, committed to the University of Mississippi Ole Miss and then – Really, I kind of struggled, you know, my freshman year, trying to think I had to prove what I could do. And then, um, but what I had to realize was, you know, I don't need to prove anything. Is because just play my game because I've already done enough for them to come watch me. So after my freshman year, I kind of struggled a little bit, hit right below 300. Um, kind of expected a lot more of myself. It was frustrating. But, you know, it's baseball. It's the, the hardest game in the world. But, you know, the way that I look at the um, – scouts coming in now it's just I just kind of think about it how I did my freshman year Uh, I I relate back to it as my freshman year so now I'm more comfortable around it you know I just put my head down and stay between the lines and do what I can to help my team win and you know it really hasn't been a distraction to me and you know none of my teammates have put down on it or been kind of jealous of it and things like that they've kind of boosted me up so that was um a really big you know factor in me and you know helping my helping me um, with the way that I play and everything, that they don't look down on me just because I, you know, have scouts there. So I've been really blessed to be a part of this team that they think things like that of me. And, you know, they some of them look up to me, and I've been blessed to, you know, just be a leader to them and do what I can to help them, you know, on and off the field in life. So that's the way that I look at it. Hayden, you look at the opponent uh, coming in this third round, a familiar foe uh, in district opponent in North Pike and um, a 15 and 9 team that's gotten hot at the right time of the year you're probably familiar uh, with not only that team being in district but the Alfred kid that 
I know uh, or was at one time committed to Ole Miss as well. So talk about what you know about North Pike as we get ready for this series to get underway tomorrow night. Yeah, they have um, a pretty good pitching staff that they'll throw against us. You know, they'll they'll always put pressure on us offensively. You know, they don't strike out a lot. They always put the ball in play. And, you know, the first time, two, the first two times that we played them, we beat them. But I'm pretty sure they were beating us until like the fourth or fifth inning both times. And um, we kind of let them hang around. So what we're really just teaching our guys now is that, um, you know, just don't let them hang around. You know, just finish it off, cut it off, you know, go ahead and apply that more pressure to them. But, yeah, they're a really good baseball club, and, you know, we're not looking past them because they're a very good opponent because, I mean, they beat us pretty good one time. And, you know, a lot of people didn't think that we would even make the playoffs, a lot of, you know, people in the, uh, the county and everything. So, you know, we just really used that as motivation, and people thought it was going to be, you know, a preparation year, everything, you know, get guys ready for next year. But, I mean, I mean, we're coming every year. We're coming every year with our best at you, and we've – um. That's the way that Blue Devil baseball is, and we're looking forward to playing them. We're not looking past them, so we're going to put our nose down and play between the lines as hard as we can. Hayden, last question here, man. How special has it been uh, to be on this journey and uh, to be able to look over, uh, get the pitches, and, and to be able to uh, see your dad alongside with you every step of the way? How, how special has that been for, for you and him? Yeah, that's – uh. That's a really, you know, uh, sweet and sour kind of thing. You know, we bust each other's butts, you know, on the field. But, yeah, but um, really it's been probably, I mean, I've looked up to him my whole life. I don't really tell them tell him this enough, cause, but I've looked up to him my whole life, and he's been calling pitches. I mean, he's been on every team since I started three-year-olds. I couldn't, I mean, I'd tell you you were wrong if you, if you told me that he missed more than five of my games and mm. any games I ever played. Anywhere. I mean, he's always been there. My whole family's been there. My sister, my mom, my granny, my grandpa, Uncle Ray, my Gigi, all those people. I mean, they're always just been supportive of what I wanted to do. So that's just been probably one of the biggest blessings I could have to play this game. But yeah, um, going back to my dad, that's um, that's a really special moment because yeah, he's been there my whole life, even in baseball and off the field. And you know, um, kind of doesn't feel real to be a senior, you know. And to think that that could have been my last game the other day. So, you know, we just – I kind of worry about him too much and all of that stuff. But um, he told me to stop worrying about him before that last game. <laughs> um, but, yeah, that's just a really special moment, and that's something we'll share for the rest of our lives. Yeah, it's been special to watch from afar, man. And uh, we appreciate you letting us kind of in on the journey to the times that you've joined uh, this program. So continued success. Uh, Hayden, and with all that's going on around you, man, it's special to hear somebody so um, humble. So thank you for joining us, Hayden. Yes, sir. Thank you. Always a pleasure. The days of hiding your money in a mattress or burying it in the backyard are long gone. Our friends at Bank Plus can help you save for a rainy day. Hurry in and let their friendly staff help you with all your banking needs. Stop by any of their locations today at 115 Williams Avenue and 951 Memorial Boulevard in Picayune or 105 North Main Street in Poplarville. Bank Plus is more than a name, it's a promise. We're excited tonight. Trey Sutton joins the podcast. Um, Trey, a guy that I think a lot of, he's a Braves fan. He's a former Southern Miss Golden Eagles 
uh, from 2005 to 2008, 337 hits for his career there at Southern Miss. And the last time I checked, Trey, that uh, had you still leading the way for all-time hits at Southern Miss. Is that right? I think that's correct, yeah. Cool, man. And he's taking time out. Uh, he's actually at the Southern Miss, Ole Miss game uh, right now. So we're not going to keep Trey too long, but we appreciate <laughs> you joining us, brother. Heck, yeah, anytime. Trey, y'all series uh, coming up versus Picune. First of all, congratulations on a, a great regular season. Y'all's record at 23 and five now in the third round of the playoffs versus Picune. Of course, we're recording out of Pearl River County. Tell the listeners here and, and the fans that are going to be out at uh, Picune on Thursday night just kind of what to expect out of your club. Oh, well, we, you know, at West, since I've been there, we, we kind of, our foundation is pitching and defense. So we, uh, you know, that's what we really focus on because we, you know, our message to our kids is we obviously want to hit. And, uh, and that's important, but there's going to be nights where you don't hit, and there's going to be nights where you run into arms that that you can't hit. So uh, if you pitch and play defense every night out, you kind of give yourself a chance no matter, you know, even if you're not hitting. So that's kind of where we where we start uh, is with pitching and defense, and and that's something we've done pretty well this year. Uh, we've, we've got a good group of, of arms on the mound that, that really any time out they – they, they give us a chance to win. So, um, And then, you know, we played solid defense all year behind them. And so that's kind of been our thing this year. Is, uh, we've, we've, we've been a little hot and cold at the bat at times, and uh, but our pitching and defense has remained pretty steady. So that, that's kind of what we hang our hat on. Trey, you look at y'all's numbers, over 260 strikeouts on the year, an ERA that's near two. I mean, that's really low, two point. Uh, one six, so that speaks to where you're hanging your hat right there. And y'all are no stranger to deep runs in the playoff. How does that um, experience for your club help you this time of year? Well, I think it's huge. Um, and you know, we played. You know, we made a little run last year, and and only lost two seniors. So, so we've got a lot of kids back this year that uh, that have that playoff experience and. And made that run, and, and we're a big part of it. And um, you know, I look back at our year last year, and and we played Hattiesburg and South State, and that was a team full of guys who, you know, as sophomores they went to the state championship, as juniors they played in South State. Last year, obviously, they won it. So, it uh, playoff experience is big, and uh, it's not everything. You know, I mean, we're about to play a really good picking team uh, the next couple of days. So, uh, but I do think it helps us. Um, just having having that experience and, and having been in, in some of those uh, gut-wrenching situations a little bit last year. Yeah, once again, we're visiting with Trey Sutton, head coach of the West Jones uh, Mustangs baseball uh, team. And, and Trey, you, you talk about meet and pick you, and I see uh, you had that first round by everybody lights the bye. Uh, to maybe regather your thoughts as you go into the to the post uh, postseason, and then you uh, you know defeated and swept a Long Beach club, and now you're getting ready for Picayune. Talk about the days off in between the games. I know some coaches, if they're hitting, if if their team is on fire, they want to just keep playing. Uh, but if you have a team, as you mentioned, talking about hot and cold with the bats at times, does the days off kind of help you uh, set back and get more prepared uh, for the next uh, next opponent, or would you rather just keep playing and, and try to keep the hot hand? Well, I think it. I think you can. You know, I think it is what you make of it. 
um, you know, you can you can spend it however you want to your guys. And uh, you know, we we like the days off. We uh, we feel like it's it's an opportunity to look at maybe what we've not done well recently and, and really get it get to practice and and work on those things and, and get prepared to play a really good baseball team. So, um, but then again, on the flip side, you know, like you said, if you're just on fire at the play that you, you know, as a former hitter, you want to get back out there as soon as you can because you've seen it well. So it's kind of just what you make of it and how you spend it to your team. And, and, uh, but we, you know, we've taken advantage of, of the days off and, and, uh, kind of identified some areas we needed to work on and, and done that this week. Trey, it'd be silly not to ask you this while you um, have made your way out of the park to find a quiet spot to talk to us, and then you'll head back into the Pete in just a moment. Your time at Southern Miss, how did that help uh, groom you and get you ready uh, for what you're doing right now? Well, it, you know, playing at a great program like this, you learn so much, um, you know, not just about baseball, but about uh, – you know other things. You know how to how to grow up and, and be an adult and and you know the high school baseball coach. You've got an, an opportunity to really shape lives and and you know you've got kids that are at a point in their life that they're really you know they're they're kind of open to some shaping and forming by by coaches. So um, you know being here obviously playing was awesome. Playing was fun. I played for a lot of great coaches. Porky Palmer, Scott Berry, Wayne Burroughs, Chad Kite, you know, all those guys were very instrumental in my life, both baseball-wise and off the field. So um, being at a high-level program like this and playing for high-level guys like that, um, I mean, it's, you know, I, I went to college and didn't even, I got two business degrees. And uh, <laughs> and then one day I was like, you know, I had an opportunity to get into coaching and I was, you know, I still kind of had the itch to, mm. to be around the game and, um, and I've, I've really, really enjoyed doing that. Trey, you've mentioned it, and, uh, of course, we've said it. We're recording here out of Picune. Uh, tell our listeners kind of what you expect to see out of uh, Picune and the Maroon Tide when y'all uh, get into it. I guess that's tomorrow night when y'all start y'all yeah. series. Yeah, tomorrow night, uh, you know, we're going we're gonna, to uh, face a really good baseball team. Um, everybody I've talked to, you know, they've got good arms. They've got some good hitters. They got, you know, they're solid defensively. So, um, you know, it's the point of the year that, um, you know, it's like last week, even against Long Beach, you know, every every round that you reach, uh, the teams start 0-0. So, um, it's just kind of, you can, you know, not that, not that what you did the rest of the year doesn't matter, but to a certain extent it doesn't, you know, because, mm-hmm. I mean, it's just here we are two or three games and, and whoever's the better baseball team in those two or three games is, is going to keep playing. So, um, you know, very good baseball team we're going to be playing. And uh, we uh, we look forward to be a, a hard-fought series. And, and it, you know, down at Picayune and, and at West Jones, you know, both, both of those uh, high school baseball atmospheres are, are pretty intense. So it should be a fun series. It should be an exciting series. And it uh, should be fun to watch. Absolutely. Trey, continued success to you, man. And, uh, go back in there and pull our Golden Eagles through, brother. <laughs> we'll try. We'll do it. Thanks for having me. Thank you, Trey. 
If you're looking to insure a new house, car, or motorcycle, give Advantage Insurance Company a call at 601-749-8790 or go by and see Shauna Oder or any one of her friendly agents and let them go to work for you. Advantage Insurance is located at 4201 Highway 11 North in Picayune. Joining us now on a podcast is Jeff and I just joke with Cody as we're at our one-year birthday for the show and as we were just saying with Cody, <laughs> he may have the most reps of, of any guest that we've had on. And that just goes to show how much we appreciate uh, Cody, both the football information he gives us for the Picayune Maroon Tide. And then, of course, the head baseball coach for the Picayune Maroon Tide as they enter into the third round of the state playoffs this week versus Wes Jones. And get it going tomorrow night, huh, uh, Cody? You fired up, ready to rock and roll? Oh, yeah. We, you know, it's been a good week of preparation and you know guys are amped up ready to play and uh had three really good days of practice and you know i, I don't think any day's gonna last longer than tomorrow will but uh you know we're excited about getting here you know and, and uh you know just taking it one game at a time and hoping that we can continue to stay hot yeah and you say hot you got the bye week after the uh two big wins over oak grove but that was really a good move by you. We haven't had you on since, but scheduling those games, that was a, a clutch move by you. And if you would, Cody, just expand upon that and, like, how hot y'all have been. Started out, I believe it was 1-3 and three in district play, and since then, haven't looked back, have played great baseball. What was kind of the turning point or what got y'all uh, going and have kept y'all going? Well, you know, we, we – you know, I was looking at it the other day and talking with Drew and Evan and Mitchell. We, we started off the year in our first 15, 15 games, 7 and 8. And, uh, and in that time, we were 1 and 3 in district, and our backs were against the wall. And uh, it was just one, one, one point where I asked the guys to say, guys, you know, you know, do you want to make plans during spring break? Because if you do, you know, we can continue to keep playing like we are. We can turn this thing around and come together and play for each other and you know, play for the name on your chest instead of the name on your back. And, and, uh, you know, last, uh, I believe it's 11, 12 games, we're 11 and 1, 10, 12, 10 and 1, something like that. Uh, but, you know, we've gotten pretty hot. And, uh, you know, everything's been kind of coming together. We're playing a lot better as a team right now, and, uh, especially this last 10, 12 game stretch. Uh, guys are starting to believe in one another and believe in their roles with the team. And, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's kind of everything you preach about during January when you know when you start in, in the when you start when you come out for Christmas about you know roles and where you want to be and you know where do you want to end up set goals and you know like you said we started one and three in the district and we fired off you know uh, five wins in a row in the district and 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 if you look at it those aren't it, it wasn't easy you know the, the the three teams from our district are still in the south yeah. south playoff race that's right. Uh, you know, and after this weekend, there will be a team from District 75A playing for the South State Championship. Mm-hmm. And uh, so that just goes to show you the, the, the amount of work and and uh, amount of pride these kids have been playing with that we have. And, you know, I can't say how much how proud I am of them. But, uh, you know, we're, we're still a long ways where we want to be. We're still working to get better, and we're still reaching, uh, wanting to reach that ultimate goal. That's playing Pearl. Yep, and Cody, uh, you mentioned that fine district y'all are coming out of, and you were honored as the uh, district coach of the year. And so uh, that's a pretty big honor with the the teams there and uh, the coaches in that district. So uh, congratulations uh, to you for that honor. 
Well, thank you. But that that that, that honor really goes to the guys. You know, they're, you know, players win games, and and they're the ones that go out there. And we got twenty two of them, and you know, they 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 come every day ready to work. And I have to give all the the credit to them because they're the ones that are you know are producing and and and, and uh, really taking taking pride in what they're doing and and wanting to win baseball games. So. Really, you know, it's a great honor. I mean, there's you know, there's three really great coaches in this district, and uh, just to be you know honored with that, I have to give that to my, my my players because that's that's really their doing. You know, I'm just a small part of it. Uh, if it wasn't for them, we wouldn't be where we're at. Cody, you talked uh, on the preseason and the preview. You know, I think you knew what you had in the pitching staff and kind of alluded to that y'all would play good defense, and y'all have certainly done that uh, this year. In the preview, we said, man, if you're where you want to be towards the end of the year, what do you need to do? And you kind of talked about having some depth in this lineup and making the lineup deep, and and y'all have done that towards the end of this year in this hot streak. Y'all have hit a lot better throughout the lineup. Talk about what that means, and when we hear, we're starting to hear that more and more, you know, deeper in the lineup, and – and what, as a coach, to be able to flip that lineup over, what do all these things uh, mean when you're over there and you can count on one through nine being able to swing it? Well, I mean, there's a lot of things that go into it. And, you know, and it's, it's not easy to put together the best nine that we think that's going to give us a chance to win. But uh, on this high streak, we've got nine guys that have been in there consistently and they've been producing. And, you know, over this last 10- last and 12-game stretch, we've been scoring a lot of runs from the bottom of our lineup. We've been scoring – you know, six, seven, eight, nine have been producing a lot of runs, and that's uh, that's key to me. You know, in order to win baseball games, because now there's not really a hole in the lineup. You can't just say once we get through one through five, you know, we can kind of you know let off the gas a little bit. You you, you got to kind of bring it now. I feel like uh, because these guys at the bottom of our lineup are really producing a lot of a lot of RBIs, a lot of two out hits, and a lot of innings. But that goes back to the whole depth thing we talked about. I mean, we've you know, only nine can play, but you know, we have about twelve guys we trust, or you know, or more that we put in there at any given minute, and uh, come up with big hits, or you know, side bunch or draw a walk, or anything like that. You know, but, uh, it just it, 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 it's a good problem to have. You know, mm-hmm. when you have more than just nine guys that you have to decide on. Okay, who we're going to hit where? How we're going to hit? Who we're going to pinch hit? Who we're going to pinch run? And and so forth and so on. But, uh, you know, we're blessed to have that, that, that problem. I mean, it's, it's, it's crazy to say that it's a problem, but it's a good problem mm-hmm. to have. And, uh, you know, baseball is a, a, a tricky sport. You know, you, just, you only get to play nine, and, and, and once you're in, you're in, and once you're out, you're out. You know, it's not like football or basketball. You check in, check out, check in, check out, mm-hmm. and you get a moment. So, um, you know, like, like I said, it's, it's all a credit to the to the nine guys we have right now that are producing. It's, it's, it's a lot of hard work they've been putting in at practice, and a lot of work they've been doing on their own. Uh, and and you know, I think they're hungry. I think they're they 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 can see what they're capable. I think they've been able to see what they're capable of doing, and 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 is showing with their preparation and and, and their uh, and how you know they're they're responding in games. You know, once again, we're visiting with uh, Picky Maroon Tide head baseball coach. Uh, Cody Stogner and and, and Cody uh, you uh, the, the Maroon Tide just like Wes Jones had that first round by as Clay had mentioned and then you faced uh, Stone uh, last week in the second round of the playoffs uh, swept that ball club and now you're advancing to the third round facing the tough Wes Jones teams talk about what you uh, what you look 
uh, to see out of West Jones? What are, what are, the, what are they going to bring uh, to the ballpark? Well, I mean, when you hear of West Jones baseball, you know, you automatically think they're, they're a great story program. I was just talking about it with Mr. Uh, with, with Mr. Carey today. I, I think they've been good since I was in high school, and then probably before that, that's been 17, 20 years ago. And so they've been good year in and year out. So their program is, you know, is top of the line and, and top notch. And what Coach Soap's doing over there is, you know, just continuing that tradition. And uh, and, and their tradition is winning. And then they win, they win games. Uh, they're a great ball club. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's going to be a challenge. And nothing, you know, it's like I told my guys, you know, before the Stone Series, uh, you know, nothing's going to be easy. It's going to get harder and harder the more we go. And, and uh, yeah, we face, we're, we're going to face West Jones and, I think they're in the rank the number one five eighteen uh in the state throughout the whole season. And they should. I mean they're they're I think twenty three and five right now and have a great staff of arms, uh lots of seniors, lots of experience on that team and playoff experience. Uh they were in the third round last year. Uh they actually played for the uh, South State Championship. Mm-hmm. So, you know, the, the the amount of playoff experience that those guys have is you know, is remarkable uh of the kind of season they put in year in year out. Cody, that series starts tomorrow, and you're blessed to have it starting at your place. Uh, just tell our listeners and the local fans here how important it is for them to get out and support y'all tomorrow night out at the Kurt. Oh, man, you know, it's just like anything. When you have home field advantage, you want to have the home field advantage. You want it to be live. You want all the energy being supplied uh, from your fans, you know, the and it's just like any other team, you know. I'm sure you know West Jones is going to feed off of their their, their fans, and it's just like we're going to feed off of ours, uh, just to create that atmosphere of of having that home field advantage of, you know, where the kids can can really build off of of a uh, you know just the energy that's being supplied from our fans. You know, we have a great 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 group of fans, you know, supporting. You know, it's just like I was telling the guys, it's just going to get more important. And, you know, we're, we're fortunate enough we have people that can be at games and some that can't. And, you know, but I have a feeling we'll see a lot more come out tomorrow night. And, you know, we're expecting it. And, and, and uh, we're hoping to put on, you know, a good show for everybody and, and uh, really make them proud. Cody, man, we certainly appreciate uh, all the times that you've made for us over the past year. And thank you for this uh, as y'all have got a big one tomorrow night. And so we know these are precious moments. Thank you for your time tonight, Cody. Hey, guys, I really appreciate it, and any time, I enjoy this so much. Thank you, Cody. Mugshots Grill and Bar is a proud sponsor of the Talking Ball Y'all podcast. Mugshots is a place with great food, good drinks, a sporty atmosphere, and prices that keep the customers coming back for more. Visit one of their 17 locations throughout Mississippi, Louisiana, and Alabama. Mugshots Grill and Bar, every sports fan's destination. Jay Beach now joins the podcast as we're able to talk some football, and Popperville football is into their second week of spring practice. And, Jay, thanks for taking time for the podcast, man. Uh, thank you, Clay. I appreciate you having me on and you and Jeff. Uh, I'm getting excited, I'm getting to practice a little bit of football, so I'm really excited today. How have y'all looked so far, Coach? I know that's a common question you're going to get asked wherever you are this time of year is kind of how y'all look. So we'll ask it just that way. Well, we're, we're, uh, we have some positions uh, in the backfield, especially on, along the defensive front that we're really experienced at. So we're looking pretty good in those spots. And then we have some positions, especially along the offensive line, quarterback, a few other areas that – uh, we're not near as advanced as we were at this time of the year 
last year. We're, we're just not near as experienced as we were. So, um, you know, we got a long way to go. We got a, a lot of work we got to put in um, to get back to the level we were playing at last year. Jay, you mentioned that level um, that you were playing at last year. Competed for a state title, and that's a group of seniors that actually competed for two and uh, in, in their time through your program, a group of 25-plus seniors uh, that you graduated. And with that, that brought a lot of good football and a lot of good experience, but it brought a lot of pressure, too. Is there a different sense or a different feel uh, this spring than there was going into last spring? Uh, well, I think the expectations are still there, and that's the – you know, that's the scary part. The expectations are still there, but you, you got 25 seniors that just graduated. So uh, we're, you know, our kids know that they're expected to win. So, and uh, we got a tougher schedule too, as well. So there's still some a lot of pressure. And, uh, but that, that's the fun part of football. It's fun part of high school football is the pressure. So, we're just going to do work as hard as we possibly can as a coaching staff. And our kids are going to work as hard as they can to be the best we can possibly be. Once again, we're visiting with uh, Poplarville head football coach Jay Beach as they are in their second week of spring practice. And, and Coach, I'm going to just kind of piggyback on what the question Clay just asked. You're talking about the pressure, and he mentioned the pressure uh, to get back to that uh, expectation with the ball club. But on the other hand, You've got you graduated seniors this year. You graduated seniors last year, but you got people back like a Chase Shears, like a Blaze Breerwood that has been in that competition and played for them state championships in South State. So, what does it say about them guys coming back and being the leaders on this? Already have been in them roles. Yeah, we lost twenty five seniors, but I think this year we have twenty two, twenty one or twenty two. So. Mm-hmm. You know, and a lot of them kids have got a lot of them playing playing time. Um, you know, you chase Shears, you Corey Knight, Casey Stone, Cy Daniels, and Chandler Norris, Mark Peters, Blaze Brewwood, and KJ Hart. And I, I could go on. And I'm probably just <laughs> yeah, I'm ready to go. Look, but <laughs> you keep naming you know, them, and Jeff's looking at me. I'm already standing up. I'm ready, son. <laughs> uh, so we've got a lot of kids with experience. You know, we've just got a few positions there that that we don't have that experience, and that we're going to have some new, younger faces, and um, and we're just working hard right now to try to get them guys caught up to where you know to where our other guys are at. And Jay, you will cap off the spring with a spring game. Tell our listeners. Um, when that game is and um, who your opponent will be? Uh, we're going to play May 16th at Hancock High School. We're going to play against Hancock and Long Beach. Hancock and Long Beach. And, Jeff, if you will, this will be a commercial for us and Popperville Radio. How can our listeners listen to that ball game? Yeah, us as a broadcasting crew, me, uh, me and Clay Sweet and Jason Baker will be covering – uh, y'all coach the Popperville Hornets as a, as a crew. And just for Popperville fans that are listening, if you run across anybody that's going to be wondering what's going on, uh, basically what you have to do is you go on your app store, whether you have an Android or whether you have an iPhone, and you download the free MixLR app, M-I-X-L-R. It's a free app. They don't have to uh, create an account, coach. They don't. All they have to do is search Talking Ball Y'all, one word, 
Just search that, and when they click on it, it will automatically take them to the uh, to the game. It'll be a live live game uh, each and every Friday night. We can archive them for y'all. You can go back and listen. I know you as a uh, as a coach and the coaching staff like to go back and listen the night before or the night of or the next day. So all that's going to be available. But it's the Mix LR app. They download that and uh, they're ready to go. Coach, in a way that uh, something that helps your program and helps the kids in your program, uh, the golf tournament coming up uh, this Saturday, how, su- how can supporters for Popperville football get involved with it? Yeah, we have a golf tournament this Saturday at Millbrook Country Club. Uh, registration is going to begin at 11, and it's going to tee off at 1230. We're going to have a uh, free lunch there starting at 11 o'clock. Uh, it's a two-man scramble. It is seventy-five dollars a player, one hundred and fifty a team, and we got some really good prizes. We had a lot of prizes donated to us. We uh, Adidas rip. Everybody's going to get an Adidas shirt and a goodie bag, as well as a bunch of other things. Everybody should, most everybody should win a door prize, and 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 not to mention some great prizes for the winners of the tournament, uh, longest drive and. Closest to the PN prizes, we, we we put a lot of money into our prizes to make it a good tournament. It should be worth worth your while to come play in it. And, and you don't have to pre-register, coach. You can go right there at eleven thirty uh, at Millbrook and sign up for a team. Yes, you can. Okay. You, you can pre-register. Um, I'm and not exactly. I can't remember the website, but okay. You look on Hornet Sideline Club on mm-hmm. Facebook, or uh, and you, that'll have the website will be there. And you can pre-register. And I have heard of a lot of teams want to sign up, so it might, might be a good idea to pre-register. Good deal, Coach. Man, we always appreciate your time, Coach, for the podcast and certainly what you do for us on Friday nights. And we look forward to seeing uh, Popperville football in uh, just a couple weeks now. So can't wait for the spring game. Yes, sir. I'm looking forward to hearing you guys broadcast. You know, you got to get a little bit of that rust off. I hadn't done it in a while. <laughs> Isn't that the <laughs> truth? We knocked that off throughout the year. <laughs> oh, man. We appreciate you, Coach. All right. Thank you, guys. Thank you, Jay. Hey, folks. If you need that special sweet treat for birthdays, anniversaries, or just because, stop by and see our friends at Katie Cake & Company. They are located at 109 West Canal Street in Picayune. Let Katie Cake & Company satisfy your sweet tooth. Your scale will never have to know. We're now joined by head football coach up at Pearl River Central, the Blue Devils. And, Jacob, man, thank you so much for taking time for the podcast tonight. And it's good to hear from you again, brother. Uh, Clay, I appreciate you having me. Jeff, thank you for having me. Uh, it's always uh, an exciting time of year whenever, you know, spring training starts. You've been working. And, you know, you get your first look at your team. and I'm excited to talk about them. You know, and and Jacob, as as you enter, uh, I think if it's not been too many weeks ago, I mean, this makes your one year. You know, coming into the Perver, uh, the Perver Central as the head coach, you entered spring last year with the guys. You played ball with them in the regular season. You're entering spring with them again. How is the how how has it been? You know, getting the kids to buy into your system. You know, it's you know getting in there, putting forth the effort in the weight room will make you better. Uh, on the field on Friday nights? Yeah, well, you know, it's almost been a little over a calendar year uh, since uh, it was official. 
uh, that I got the job. I can tell you this, this spring, going into this spring, has been a lot less hectic uh, mm-hmm. and a lot less stressful. Um, there's definitely, um, you know, I'm sure it's a lot less hectic and a lot less stressful for the kids as well. Um, you know, uh, last year I was trying to get to know everybody and get to know the kids, get to know the coaches, and teaching a whole new system. And, uh, you know, now there's there's a little bit more comfort there. Um, our, our kids have obviously been working very hard. Um, and uh, they've uh, we've had a really good spring so far. You know, uh, I, it's like I explained to them, you know, that first year when you get, you know, when I took the job last year, um, I had to I had to do something that I'm not very good at to begin with, and that's just be very patient um, <laughs> and have a you know have a lot of understanding. Uh, you know, this year our kid we're, we're trying to take that next step. You know, our kids uh, by by this time should know what we expect. Uh, they should know the standard for uh, for everything that that we want as, as far as effort. Uh, as far as toughness, as far as focus, as far as discipline, um, and uh, the expectations are of them, uh, uh, they, they should understand and should know and, and should live to meet those expectations every day. Jacob, when you look at last year in a regular season, I thought y'all had some good moments, some good things that you could build on. I know you, and I know your expectations are, are – you probably set those higher than anybody for that program, but – your thoughts on last year and what y'all were able to accomplish? You know, I was I, I was happy. You know, I thought our kids um, I thought our kids competed. Uh, you know, the, the biggest thing, you know, whenever you're you come into a situation where you're fairly unsuccessful, kids got to believe they can win. Hmm. You know, that's the that's the very that's that's the very first thing. And I, I think I believe that we accomplished that. I believe that our kids uh, believe that they can win. Um, the next step for us will be believing that you can beat anybody, um, and that's that, to me that that's that's where we're at right now at the program. Um, you know, I, I feel like if we had believed that that we could beat anybody, we'd have been in the playoffs last year. You know, you look back at our season and we were mm-hmm. four and seven, um, but we very well could have been seven and four. Uh, we lost three very close very close football games and, and the difference between you know us winning those games and not winning those games uh, was our mentality and our belief in ourselves and our coaches and our team um, hopefully we're uh, you know we're going to get to a place where we believe we belong on the field with anybody and that we can compete with them Jacob, the way that uh, you coach the wing tee, the way that you believe in that wing tee offense, and then to be able to see that it translated, and not for you. I know you believed in it and you knew that it would work, but uh, the guys that you're talking about, the the guys coming back, the guys that's going to be running the football, y'all ran the ball well last year. How much does that help in the belief coming into this year? Okay, Coach knows what he's talking about. Well, I think, uh, you know, the buy-in, you know, is there. You know, I, I believe our kids now, you know, I remember, you know, taking the job last year and you know, doing the drills that we'd make them do, you know, every day from, you know, from a, even from an offensive line perspective. You know, uh, I coach the offensive line so I can speak for them more than I can anybody. Uh, you know, the drills and stuff that we put them through, they were like, man, this is like, why are we doing this? They were kind of go through the motions. And, um, and it kind of grew on them, you know, as the year went along. 
Um, and I remember this year, the first, the very first time that we got outside and we got them bags out and we start going through drills. I mean, it's just a completely different level of intensity. That uh, mm. they could not wait to go through these drills. They could not wait um, to get better because, and I believe it's because they they did see that that little bit of success. They did see uh, that carry over uh, onto the field. Um, so I believe our kids believe in what we're doing. Um, I do think that we struggle a little bit still with consistency, um, and that, that's a key to being a great football team. Is, and being consistent and doing it every single day. You know, and, and Jacob, we, we're talking to you as the head high school football coach, but I'm going to talk to you in a role as that you're doing is creating a program, what you, said, what, you're, what you have mentioned, creating a program and having kids buy into the system. And speaking from a personal experience, I have a son in your system on the eighth grade team as he would be going in the eighth grade. Talk about how that whole system and building a family atmosphere up at Pearl River Central, not just varsity, JV, ninth grade, eighth grade, but you're building the whole system, and everybody on the on, uh, from seventh grade to a senior has to buy into that system to be family oriented. Well, man, it, it's awesome because you know our, our older kids can, can can stand on the sideline during an eighth grade game, and and, and when you know the eighth grade two guard comes off the field, and uh, the senior two guard standing right there, mm. he can tell him exactly what he's doing wrong. You know. You're not, you know, you're not pulling, you're not getting enough depth when you pull, or, you know, you're, you're not, you're not flattening out, or just whatever. Uh, I think it helps a lot, and I think it gets easier every year. You know, those kids, uh, the kids that we have now, uh, they're going to step on the field for us in varsity next year. I think, you know, going through this for two seasons. Uh, by the time uh, Ethan gets to be a senior, he'll be done this six years. You know, that's a big difference. Right. Um, and uh. It, it, it helps out a lot in continuity, and uh, I believe our guys are are starting to uh, support one another. And uh, even our, our younger guys, they know exactly. They they know that our high school is doing exactly what um, what they do. You know, and we have a bunch of them that stay after and, and help manage uh, practices after school. And they're always standing there watching the drills, and they're just getting double time. You know. Mm-hmm. You know, Jacob, and y'all, you've been in the weight room with the with the with the with the boys, and and, and getting getting prepped on that. And you started your spring practice. Uh, what about a spring game coming up? Uh, have you have you all ironed that out about who you'll be playing, and you know what date, maybe uh, in the in the future? Yeah, we're going to be playing uh, in the USM the Jamboree at the University of Southern Mississippi. Uh, I think it's a three-day jamboree, 16th, 17th, and 18th, but we'll actually be playing on Saturday, May the 18th at 4.30. Okay. Um, we're going to be playing Holmes County Central. Uh, they're a 5A school from uh, up in you know the northern part of the state. Uh, they were very successful last mm-hmm. year. Uh, they were 11-2. and two. Um, They've got some really, really good players, and they have a great coaching staff that that really coaches them up every single week. So it'll be a great challenge for our kids. Um, and uh, we're looking forward to, you know, to playing somebody else, you know, during the spring last year. We just played a blue and white game. And uh, I think this year our kids are, you know, excited about the opportunity to play somebody else. 
Well, Jacob, we certainly appreciate you uh, taking some time out tonight for the podcast. And uh, talking football has got me and Clay ready. Uh, August is right around the corner, so uh, we'll be talking to you a lot more uh, throughout the year and uh, getting ready and into the football season. But uh, thanks, Jacob, for coming on and talking with us. Man, I'm sorry it took so long there, but uh, I, I just to get in touch with you. But I appreciate it. I appreciate both y'all and what y'all do. Talking to all y'all, all for fun to listen to. And uh, God bless y'all. Thank you, Jacob. We appreciate you, man. It's good hearing from you. All right, brother. Thank you for listening to this week's episode. Stay tuned for more episodes in the weeks to come.